0: Welcome back to the Troubleshooting Like Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Poston, with my co host, Jay Peters, where we talk about various topics, sharing our experiences on life and finance.
1: What's up, man? It's been going good, man. you chopping it up for a little bit right now, but our uh, past week's just been busy. I've been seeing you a lot more. So, yeah, keeping me busy, eh? Yeah, yeah. No, we're both busy. Just, just. Crazy busy, man. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it has been good. It's been Like the, the past week. Other than work, trying to get some stuff figured out. I started looking into like, I should probably write down my goals because I know we, we typically bring them up here. And uh, I haven't written them down in like a long time. So uh, I might want to do that here soon. And it's like, well, one of the things I was watching was actively having your goals in front of you, kind of like how you have yours like right there behind you and on your wall um yeah kind of reenact it so like a lot of people they say either rewrite them every day like on a notebook or something and you know me i always carry a notebook with me uh or always have them somewhere visible for you so very very similar to how you have that uh but like having it like in your room or something like like right when you wake up have it somewhere that's uh easy for you to access and like very early in the day too uh, i think those are those are really good words so i might just start right up ask like what of them like every year trying to lose weight, right? That one's always a perpetual goal, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, business-wise, you know, I think one of the reasons why I was able to get the two properties last year or by the end of last year is because that was always on, like, the goal list or, or on the the sheet, right? It was to purchase more properties, and specifically it was two two that year. But yeah, I, I think getting more dialed into to what the goals are uh, is going to probably help help drive a lot of things yeah no that's uh no that's a good point because yeah
0: I definitely gotta take some time write down things that are really important to me uh I'm also uh redoing the goals that I had for my last birthday resolution yeah, and sure. just fine tune it a little bit better and then probably use some of the things that I'm uh you know reading up on uh about <laughs> goal goal setting and you know setting foundational goals just so it can just build on each other and
1: get me where I need to go yeah no i definitely agree with that because uh because honestly like every time we've been here at least for this past year i haven't really had like uh too many solid goals like of course you know wanting to grow in general is like to me too too broad right because like no you could grow in so many ways you could grow financially personally if you're spiritual you can grow that way you can grow uh physical uh or like health wise you you can have better growth there like like last year, I definitely had these like all written down, and I, I don't have that this year. And I think when uh when the New Year's hit and like a lot of stuff started happening, I kind of threw them to the wayside. As in, you know, that year's done. I'm done with those goals. I'm not done with those goals, but uh, I I still need to look at them, readjust them. Uh, when I used to have this thing where I would go over them like quarterly. So like, you know, it's already March. So like, you know, first quarter of the year is kind of coming to the end, and now i would try to you know get it like a read i'm like you know am i doing these am i do i still care about these goals like that one last year like where i wanted to play the harmonica like that was a yeah i'm not, I'm not saying that was a, a dumb goal or something i just don't think i really thought it through or prioritized it like i should have um, yeah and it's still something i i, I want to do like in like a perpetual type of thing is in, you know at some point i would like to play a, a instrument it doesn't necessarily have to be the harmonica but it was an instrument I, I've had for a while that I, I have yet to really like play as much as I wanted to. Yeah, no,
0: I, I still want to do instrument also. Piano is one. That's probably why I have my daughter in piano because that's an, uh, something I want to do also. Then guitar, that will be another one I would like to do. But, you know, right now with all the other things, unless I slot time to just try to learn it, uh, I don't know if I would give it my full dedication, to, you know, what's needed to, to actually be actually really good at it yeah so so that's why i didn't that's not on my list of goals to learn an instrument is because of those uh, reasons if i'm not going to be full-hearted dedicated to it then it, it shouldn't be on the list i mean yes and i guess you can have it jotted down like you know in a book somewhere to let you know that hey this is something you want that's something that hey come back to it when you have time but yeah right now that's yeah it's not something that can just be put in the front, right? Cause they still trying to, we're, you know, us with trying to build in real estate or investments and, you know, of me eventually, you know, getting business down correctly. Uh, also other goals with family. Uh, it's just, you know, you, all these goals compound and then you, you got all these goals, but nothing's happening.
1: Right. Yeah. You know? Well, And I think it, it, it's because it's not one thing is moving as in say, if it's real estate and you have all the other things, right? So say it's real estate, family, health, whatever it is, those all could be moving, but they could all be moving slowly versus if you had all one in real estate that could be moving straight. Yeah. Uh, but you would end up forgoing health. You would end up forgoing family time, whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I definitely feel like it's like, as we've said before, like there's certain goals that we'll kind of focus on for like a season or for like a uh, an amount of time where the other things would probably really suffer as in like say if you're not working out as much you know maybe your health maybe declines a little bit uh because you're focusing on work and you're focusing on the family and you're focusing on like business right there's only so much time in the day but and you know one of the things i wish and i was kind of thinking about when i was like a lot younger is that i wish we could see like our stats of like ourselves as in like how well are we doing in uh say fitness or health how well are we doing with our family how well are we doing uh you know wealth building, whatever it is, what are those the values are if we could just like depict them like as a like as a video game, like hey, this yeah. is like where your stats are, this is like what your level is, this is what it's gonna take to get to the next level. And I actually had like an idea about that when I was younger to create a, a program or a game where you could do that. Right. Where you could quantify those maybe unquantifiable things as in uh save its health, right? And you want to like dictate how well you are in like a health scale and those those things can kind of deviate depending on what it is right so like health for a runner may be different than health for a bodybuilder or maybe yeah. different than health for like a yoga type person and and maybe it could be universal between them all as in like yes you as a runner your cardio is really good but your muscle building is very low right for bodybuilders it would be the opposite like yes you have like a lot of muscle but your cardiovascular health is taking a decline what i would base it on is what's known as like a so there's some things called like the the golden ratio or like the golden standard i think for like people one of them is the the golden ratio for uh men it's called the adonis golden ratio as in how their physique should look uh according yeah. to whomever says it right but uh, other than physique there's also dentists or or, or i was gonna say orthopedists that is that a isn't that a foot person orthodontist
0: Right. Orthodontists, yeah, Orthodox would be yeah. we did yeah, dentists, yeah.
1: <laughs> it did. is yeah. Orthopedis is for your foot because head yeah. Whatever it is. Um yeah, so but like an orthodontist they would look at uh the golden ratio for for a mouth or for a uh for teeth, right? And that's yeah. how they kind of base braces off of it to to get it into that good ratio. Um, say so, or like the jawline I should say. But yeah, the, or it would be that universal thing where this is what quote unquote perfection or that golden standard is and this is where you would fall into and based on like cardiovascular and it would have to like you would have to input or somehow track what you're at so say for example if it's still fitness then you know go for a run see how you do go lift some weights see how it does or do like a a dexa scan or, or body fat scan to see like what your ratios are for that um and that would kind of give you like a quantifiable stat as in well, in fitness, you're, like, a level 10, right? Yep. But in in wealth, you may be, like, a level 2, right? So what can you do to get, you know, either them in balance or them to, like, the highest level you can? And then that was, like, an idea I had a long time ago. I think I still have in, like, my old notes from when I was in, like, high school or, or when I first joined the Navy. Yeah. No, that,
0: no, that actually sounds like a really cool idea. Because if you can actually track pretty much anything, if you can track it, then you have a way to – like you said, quantify it so you'll know to improve. They'd be like, hey, there's a higher level level than I want to get there. So, I, yeah, now that does sound pretty cool. I mean, I, you know, I guess they they do have some things, but yeah. it's not going to be as detailed, personalized to actually you. It's going to be like something that's overall, hey, this is what overall wealth looks like, and this is how you stack up against it. The same with credit, right? If you go to Credit Karma, that, that's what they say, right? It's yeah. like, hey, this is how you stack up to the people in your age. Yeah, yeah but which group of my age group are you taking from? You yeah. know,
1: it's like, <laughs> so. No, that, that's very true because that can be fairly really broad, like you said, with the credit card room, where it's like, say, if you have an 800 when you're in your 20s, right? You yeah. can be like way ahead of your entire age group, right? But like, say yeah. you're in your 40s and you have an 800, and you know, I, I don't know what, that, what those statistics are. But yeah, you're right. Like, what are the other circumstances that, that go into And Like, do those people that I, I guess that you're, but in the statistic against do they have yeah. a similar job do they have a similar amount of um income do they have a similar yeah. amount of assets whatever it is yeah so i mean
0: yeah that's a good that's a good start to give you that idea of like what you know where you are but then yeah what if, what if you get the the big head about like yeah. what, what your things look like and you don't even know who you're up against you know, you could be against the, the the weakest of the pack, and you don't know it.
1: You yeah. know, yeah, I think that's like a a good analogy for that is when uh, when college athletes, when they're like D one college athletes, they're like really good. Let's say they, yeah, top ten, top you know twenty five, and then they go and try to get into like the NBA, right? And you know, they just don't perform as well, right? So like yeah, like, like yes, you were good with people around your age and or in the same type of field, and you did really well, right? And, but now you're in the big boy league and you're not doing as well because now you're people that have all this experience, all that time. Now, I think if you're like someone like a Zion Williams, right, where NCAA, part of like top 10, was playing for Duke and then goes into the NBA and still becomes a monster, right? I think those are very far and few in between. Uh, I think, you know, Michael Jordan's another one of those where he played for the Tar Heels, North Carolina, then went to the NBA um yeah so murdered. but it wasn't like his first season he was murdering everything right it definitely took some time to to get there but i mean probably a lot less time than most people even like uh i mean maybe not like college or something but like say like the number one picks from drafts right so i think uh blood soul was like one of the number one picks and he was in the patriots and then later on brain basically like takes over Right. Yeah. Uh, and then I think the same thing happened to Bloodsoul again when he was with the Cal boys. and Romo, I think, takes over after him. Right. So, like, and, and Bloodsoul was, I think, number one. I, think, I can't remember what, what draft pick, but he was definitely higher than both of those guys when they first yeah. came the back. And, and I'm not saying Bloodsoul's bad or anything. I actually have probably never seen him play. These are just uh, stories that I've heard and things I've seen. So, I'm sure he's a great athlete, but unfortunately, he's not Tom Brady. Right, unfortunately, he's not Romo. I say Romo's good, he kind of blows actually, yeah. but uh, he's good by the numbers. <laughs> he's, he's good at throwing it up to the other team. <laughs> yeah,
0: but no, I can see why you know you use somebody like uh, Brady as an example because like if someone can, he he's actually taking every opportunity he has to make himself better. And people got offended. Remember that time he said that a game is also like practice. Yeah. Because yeah, because it is true. Every experience that you have adds to, yeah. so it, it it builds you on, on another level. And so he wasn't being disrespectful. He's just saying he takes every opportunity uh, to learn yeah. when
1: and to get himself better. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think uh, you know Kobe was like that as well in basketball. Mike uh, or Michael Jordan was definitely like that. And I think a lot of the greats are like that. As in, like they had, they they count their chips, uh, yeah, during a game. You know, they try to figure out, you know, where they fell, where they, if they fell flat, if they felt good. Um, Yeah. But like a lot of them, I think a lot of them, they'll kind of go into this part where even if they did really well, uh, they'll only look at what they did poorly or what they feel did poorly. As in say there was like, you know, a pass they missed or, you know, missed a shot, whatever it is, they'll focus on that more than they'll focus on the, the overall wit that they did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, you got to look at the good also, cause if. You made a good play, and like, why did that play? Why was that so much better than the other plays, right? Because it, it could have been that weakness of the other team, you know, not just by chance that you made a good play. And so, it, I th- I think you got to look at the like the whole thing, you know. So the good take the good with the bad, right? You got to like, okay, I messed up here. What did I do? Okay, well, I I fumbled or uh, I. Uh, I did the gator arms or whatever it is. Right. You know, like, <laughs> so like whatever, whatever you did, you got, you know, you got to look back and see, OK, all right, make sure I, I hone in. to what's coming towards me or, you know, where I'm throwing it to or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's uh, it, yeah. So, yeah, I, I like looking at the good and the bad, you know, uh, so because then like with basketball. I mean, just when you can outrun a team, then you understand that. OK, all right they don't have the speed or they don't have the stamina. So like you you start to notice those things. So like why were we so much better at this team? Okay, well that team they you know they're not the best out of the league because of these reasons right here. They they're okay, with going to the club before they go to the game so they they're their stamina they're they're exhausted and all this stuff like that, right? Oh. Like so you got you you know between different teams and different work ethics, everyone has something different. Something and you got to look at all those different things to make sure that uh, it, you know, whatever it took to determine the real outcome of the situation.
1: Yeah. No, no, it does. Like going back to like the party thing. I remember there was like a, a couple of stories about how Kobe, how uh, he typically wouldn't go party with his team or yeah. anything. Yeah. But uh, there was a couple of times where like, he's like, all right, if uh, if I come partying with you, then you guys got to come do what I do in the morning. Like I'm doing what you want to do. You got to do what I want to do. So like you would yeah. go on party and stuff. And then he would be banging at the door like three, four in the morning. Like, Hey, it's time to practice now yeah i went out with you you gotta come out with me um yeah so yeah and then what <laughs> i liked about like uh kobe and like the bra or at least like the clips i've seen is that like you know they're on the the court and you know they just went through a play and maybe the play was good or bad but like they would take like whoever they were supposed to be on the court with they would take them to the side and be like hey what was going on right and they'll try to like do teaching moments and stuff as in like no, this is probably where you should have been or if you didn't, if you saw this, then probably should have did this, right? Oh. Yeah, But I definitely like seeing those those clips. Yeah, no, that that is a good
0: way to maybe get yourself not invited to the next party, but also <laughs> a good a good way to like you know you get get people to hey, you want me to do this? Then come do this. You know, like this. You know, you're getting me to stay out late at night. How about I get you to get up early in the
1: morning with me? Yeah, yeah. That, a good, there's there's going to be a give and take somewhere. Yeah, right. Like you, you can't just keep. Uh, expecting someone to do what you want even they not ask for something in return
0: yeah oh, that's pretty cool
1: man uh, which we're talking about all this goal setting and work ethic
0: and all these different things it kind of leads into our uh our topic right or you know which is uh brick by brick uh that's basically in my you know in my eyes it's about goal setting right Um uh, this is your title so well i'll uh, let you explain it
1: yeah so i think so i remember when i was younger i was in high school and my teacher had showed us a a video. It was one of the interviews that Will Smith did, and I don't know if maybe he coined it or maybe someone else coined it, uh, or maybe he slapped it out of someone's uh, hands. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but no. So what it was was that he was talking about how you build a building, right? You, yeah. You don't build a building all at once, as in you you don't put all the bricks there and just expect a building, right? What you do is that you slowly place a brick as best as you can and you slowly place another one and at some point you have a building right yeah and i think it was it was good like like you said very foundational as in you're not in a rush you're not trying to build something quickly just to build something that you have every intention to build the building you may not know what it looks like what the materials are made out of but you're taking your time and you're being the architect of whatever you want your life to be, yeah, no, no, that's to me sounds like a good idea. The part I, I'm listening
0: to you and it's saying uh, you're talking about the placing it very slowly, and and, and in that way, are we saying like you're trying to get this thing as perfect as possible, getting that foundation
1: perfect as possible before you start moving up to the next level, right? Exactly, like as in, so say if your your goal is to become like a fitness god, right? Yeah, uh, the first thing isn't to just hit the gym. Right. The first thing isn't to just jump into a fat diet. The first yeah. thing is to assess where you're at and assess what you're willing to do to get to the next spot. Right. Okay. And not look at all the bodybuilders. Not like don't look at Ronnie Coleman and expect yourself to be Ronnie Coleman within a year. Yeah. Right. Don't look at Arnold and expect yourself to be at Arnold within a year. But expect that it takes time. Expect that you can only go so far. Of course push yourself to get that far, but but expect it to be a journey and not just a one-time marathon, a one-time sprint.
0: Yeah. No, no, no that yeah, makes sense. So yeah, I like that. Uh, so I guess we'll get into the first point here. The concept of building your life, life a brick at a time is based on the idea of success, achievement, and the <laughs> results of consistent incremental progress over time. All right. So, and then also you have in here the, it's a metaphorical representation of a process of building physical structures, such as houses at one brick at a time. Basically what you were saying earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, and, and then we kind of went into the second part. The second part is like, in order to build your life a break at a time, you must first identify your goals and aspirations. So just, okay, like, that's exactly what I said earlier. And then, you know, once you have a clear understanding of what you want to achieve, you can start taking small steps towards the goals one at a time. Right. And I mean, we could break down like one of our goals and kind of illustrate like how we would probably go through them better or say if it was like a previous goal, say if you wanted to you know, lose weight, something like what would have been like a better way to go through it so that, you know, you could teach someone else or you could, you know, impart that knowledge onto, to someone, say your kids or just someone that's trying to go through them. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I guess, uh, we'll, we'll take one of my goals that I guess I've said before, and that's to buy more properties right yeah. uh, and that with that you know i'm identifying what i want to do right so then this is the main goal and then i guess we're going we're, we're gonna work backwards right so we then break it down to okay what's needed to even get you there like what what parts do you need to no, know is it is it knowledge is it uh is it the the money is it your capital in a sense right uh is it the connections is it you know like you know the different things and that's how i i kind of built off my goal and it was basically talking about you know, what do I think I need to get to where I am? And the same as like knowing, uh, the, you know, the correct banks, right. Yeah. To get to, to do the projects I want to do. So like, I guess it would start with knowing what you want exactly. Sure. So it would start there. And then, and after that you pick another, another point. But then I, I kind of, but see, and when, when we say we break it down like that, then I kind of look at how you were saying that we place that brick slowly. Right. So then I would have to, I would basically
1: need to know this is what I want to do. So, right. Uh, I and think then, I think slowly is uh maybe maybe incorrect. Uh, I think intentionally it is, okay. it is better because when you're intentional, you fully understand what you're doing. As in mm-hmm. I am intentionally moving this brick here. I am intentionally moving my life in this direction. As in I've yeah. thought of all the all the factors, as in the the goods and the bads. Right. So so the good thing about having Properties is that you have assets, right? You have yeah things that grow over time and that can be barely passive without your without needing you specifically to be there. The negatives is that the housing market changes. Yeah. If, you know, I don't know. I don't really believe that history always repeats itself, but uh, you know, the 2008 housing crash that definitely is something to look out for. I'm not saying to dictate your entire life or your your goal for it, but then I, I think the the actual first thing to do is. Uh, for me, the, the big thing is exposure, as in uh, you don't know what you don't know, right? And yeah. if you're never exposed to it, then how how would you even know how to go about it, right? So like real estate investing, most people, especially like the middle class or, or lower middle class, they probably aren't exposed to it. You know, maybe they see something on YouTube about it, but they also probably think that they don't have enough money to do that type of stuff, wh- which isn't yeah. true, right? But I think having that exposure or having that, that lesson of, you know, this is real estate investing. This is actually what it is. This is all the goods, all the bads. Um, these are the different types of investments you can do. Uh, these are like different types of banks, like getting the information first and then building your opinion and or, or goal after that. Right. So say if you were to go to one person or let's say if you just go on YouTube, right? Because this is what I do. I just went to YouTube. I was like, yeah. I saw some videos on like real estate investment uh, there was different, definitely different ways that people did it. There were different uh, schools of thought. As in, uh, one of them I followed. He said that only do real estate investment with a conventional loan, right? As in, always do the twenty percent down, always have that initial part of equity, so that, say, if a housing market crash happens, you still have more wiggle room than if you did it, right? As in, yeah. if you use an FHA loan or a VA loan or whatever it is, you may not have the same amount of wiggle room. So. Um, uh, but then there's other people where, you know, buy a house with an FHA, buy a house with 0% down, like using the USDA. So there's definitely different people that could teach you different things. Uh, but I think gathering that knowledge, gathering that exposure to fully understand what goes into it is like the the first part to to identify and analyze what's going on. Yeah.
0: No, no. So, yeah, the, the intentional part, yeah, I definitely understand that. So then, I mean, being intentional about, what I wanna invest in and how I wanna invest and what am I using to get to the, my goal, which is invest in properties. But then when I look at it like that, right, then that's not a, you know, the main goal. That is the main goal at this point in time. So this is kind of like more of the step stone, you know, the investing properties. The The next goal would be to what, like what, or say not the next goal, but the main goal started leading up and we're talking about wealth, right? So then we're talking about having assets, and then that's the main goal, right? For for that section to of investing in properties. But then, what is the goal for having assets, right? So the, I, I guess this is the way we're drilling it down, right? Because yeah. then having assets is all right. So now I have more financial freedom, so I can move about as I need to, take vacations when I want to, spend more time with my family. Basically, now uh, banks are happy to invest in you know my projects. Yeah. Because they know I'm not dependent solely on them. I just need them now, as in a partnership. To you know, what I'm saying yeah. to now do the thing that I said I want to do. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I guess now you're really helping me drill down. Like, so what I really want, maybe I need to make that more the top that it's really the financial freedom, and and it having the uh, wiggle room at uh, wiggle wiggle room as you were saying to do other things. Yeah. So, so then that's my main goal. That uh, yeah. So you helped me figuring it out.
1: Yeah, well, and I think you know, that's a that's a good thing to go through as well because I think a lot of people will go through on certain journeys. As in, they'll go into real estate investment. They'll go into let's say a bodybuilding phase or like a, a health health phase. Yeah, where they don't fully really understand why, like what that really real big reason why it is. And I think like how you just broke it down to where what is the overarching thing? Like if I if I keep doing this, what is the end goal or what is the the yeah. Uh, seeing that will basically become inevitable Like the inevitable goal that that comes to the end, and, and you're right. If you break it out and look at it like a, a further view, getting real estate for most people is to accumulate assets, right? What happens when you accumulate assets? Well, typically, build wealth, typically, not, not all the time, but yeah. so that, that's definitely yeah. like the, the next uh, overarching thing. And you know, but what does wealth really do for you? And for you, you said it was financial freedom to have. Financial and like time freedom, right? To spend your time how yeah. you want to. Um, and you know, a lot of people, and it may not be covered a lot, but right? it could be like, they just want wealth just to be wealthy, right? But if you, yeah. and say if it was wealth just to be wealthy, if you were to really drive that down, that means that your overarching goal is to be the most wealthy person, right? In the world. Um, and that's what like the overall building would be that you're trying to build with, with the yeah. bricks, right? And I'm not saying you can't have multiple buildings or that a bu- a building can't be like multi purpose, as in that building yeah. can be like you have a lot of wealth where you're the most wealthy and you could be the most fit and you could be the best parent and you could be, you know, the smartest, whatever it is, right? Yeah. But uh, I think people really identifying like what is that, that end goal? What do you see yourself doing? Or like at the end of the line, what do you want to see or say that you did, right? Like if you're on your deathbed, What do you want to say to the people that are around you? As in, uh, I was a good father. Uh, I was a hustler. I was uh, a wealthy man, you know, whatever it is. And I think if uh, people really dictated their goals around that, it would be really, and I think it takes like a level of experience and or maturity to get there. As in, like I said, the, the amount of ignorance that people have it because of lack of experience uh, could be great as if I'm like an 18 year old, I may not have those goals. Right. I may want to yeah. be wealthy, but I may not know why I want to be wealthy. I, I may yeah. want to be wealthy because I see a lot of people on like social media that are wealthy, that have like a lot of stuff, that have all these materials. Um, but then that could change. Right. Uh and, and these all could change. Right. They, they could change into different things. Like, you know, we've had different seasons or cycles of life where at, at a young age I wanted wealth because of the materials. At a certain age I wanted wealth because I realized I don't have a lot of time and I'd rather buy buy off my time quicker. Right. At a certain age, I have a family, so I want to spend more time with them.
0: No, that's yeah,
1: that's no, that's
0: a good point. And then, yeah, like I said, with the uh, being more delir- deliberate or uh, intentional, now you can actually make sure that that is the best brick for you. Right. Yeah. Like, so if we're down here at the foundation, this is the best brick. All right, this one has no cracks. This is, you know, this is a solid idea, like, I, where I want to go, all right? Or, sorry, once you, I guess, you know the building. You know the building, which is the main goal, like, where are we headed? Yep. Now you start to get uh, more knowledge. You get, I guess, more honed-in focus. So now your your foundational brick isn't cracked. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, no, I, I, I really
1: like this, this uh, analogy of yeah. uh, goal-setting. And, and then I have another topic on here and we'll probably talk about it maybe like next week or the, or the week after. Uh, it's called yeah. foundation problems, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's basically, it's not the, it, not necessarily the same as this. It's uh, It could be the antithesis the sister, the opposite of this to where, what do you do when you have foundation problems, right? As in most people, like I said, probably haven't thought about their life as intentional as they could. As in yeah. they never thought of building wealth just to be wealthy or to get to a certain amount of wealth um they maybe thought about it to get materials or whatever it is now what happens when you want to pivot you want to change you want to move now that foundation is broken right do you now fix that foundation or do you now build a new foundation right yeah oh uh, but Larry, so that's that's gonna be like for another topic at some yeah
0: yes no no I mean yeah you know you're building up for the next one yeah. which is good so <laughs> pretty, pretty. Yeah. yeah yeah so then I, we go down to our, our next point here, which is uh, in order to build your life a brick at a time, you must first identify your goals and aspirations, which that's what we're doing, right? Yeah. Uh, once you have a clear understanding of what you want to achieve, you can start small steps towards that goal and, and oh, sorry, one at a time. Yeah. Right, I'm putting my own words in there. Okay. Adley. So Yeah. So like, yeah, I didn't play drugs. I used my own words. <laughs> yeah exactly that's how you do it <laughs> uh but uh, uh and like i said we we're already getting to that that point there where we like you clearly identify what, what do you want to do uh, and the uh the main goal which is okay for me as is, is really the financial freedom uh the way i spend my time the way i want to be with my my family the way i want to uh no one tells me that i need to show up to something without you know like you know without consulting me first don't tell me i need to be somewhere when i know where i am
1: you know yeah but it like, couldn't could we quantify it or could oh my bad not be could you quantify that as in um as in, what is that number right like yeah. what, what would that number be for you and I, I know that changes because you know the economy changes yeah you know, yep. uh, every time but you know within let's say like a five a to ten percent amount of money what would that money look for you as in and i'm not saying you have to have this answer now but it could be yeah kind of think about as in what is the amount of money that would cover everything all your obligations right so your mortgage your bills whatever it is right and then what is the amount of money that you would need to play around with as in now that you have all this free time you're probably spending a little bit more money because you're maybe going out more going on vacations taking care of the kids a little bit more having more time with the wife whatever it is and then you know what is like that buffer you would need to keep growing as well oh yeah and and like I said, you, you don't have to have this, this, uh, number for you right now or the answer right now, but I think it's. Well, I have the, nu- I have the number. I've always okay. had the number. Okay. Yeah. But I just, okay. thought, I
0: just want to share the number. That's oh. the thing. <laughs> Cause I don't know how, you know, it, and I shouldn't worry about how other people feel, but it is it, one of those things that like always like, okay, people don't understand when someone thinks deeply about what they want for their life and some people just don't understand like why someone would choose the things that they choose. And I think that's why I don't share like the exact number, you know, but just know it's a large number for a person of who I am right now. Right. And then, but I just, what I, I know it would actually carry me on, you know, and I could be able to share some of that with future generations. And then that's, uh, that's kind of like how I leave, leave the number. It's a number that I can, I can share. I can share now in my family
1: and share later. No, so, uh, I definitely, so I'll talk about numbers because I, I love talking about numbers. Uh, so yeah, like let's say if it's, if it's the same, same goal. I and mean, then because we do have a very similar goal as well as yeah. in the financial freedom to, but uh, what I've never thought about is that what happens when I get to that number, as in uh, when I get to that number, what happens? Like, do I just continue to do what I, what I said I was going to do and, you know, do more vacations, you know, spend more time with the family, whatever it is. But I mean, we can go over the number. So for me, my my obligations are let's say mortgages right so for me uh, my total mortgage for the three properties is about 8400 and that's you know everything that's uh principal interest uh taxes and and possible insurance that you could have so see it was like that 8400 and i multiply that by 12 that's, that's my my would work yeah well see you're talking about different
0: numbers i thought we were talking about overall now maybe that's why i was looking at from my goals my goal has a I have like an automatic overall number that I want to, you know what I'm saying, consider me good, good to go. I could, I am self-sustaining and moving about freely, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's probably, why, that's probably why I looked at it when I said the number like that. If you're just talking about expenses, I don't really, I mean, yeah, everyone's expenses are, are different. And I know you're talking about um, rental property expenses. Yeah. So, but at that point, right, when I, I you know, those numbers are regardless that would be your. It's kind of almost like your business numbers there, not your uh, like your personal number. Would it, it considers you safe from getting affected by your business, right? Right. Or and yeah. Well, I was also saying
1: that like uh, the the amount of money that you need to sustain what you are currently doing, right? Um, yeah. As in, as in covering all your expenses <laughs> and then some, and then having enough to do what you then want to do right so oh, say yeah you cover all your expenses and save like so we'll stick with my numbers right now so like say if it's okay. 8400 uh a month for for a year that's a little over 100,000 right and my personal expenses i i don't spend a lot of money so like let's say for a year is about 36 grand which yeah i think it's still a little much but um so that would bring us to about like 136 grand all right so that would take over all my obligations nothing that you know And these are things that probably I wouldn't wouldn't call like luxuries, right? This isn't like going out every day. This isn't going on vacations, right? But for me, my minimum is 136k, right, for a year. Uh, So anything more than that right now would be play money. Now, say if I want to go on vacations, and if I use like some of my historical stuff, um, and depending on where we went, so like say if it's a vacation to Hawaii, that could be fairly expensive for like two weeks right if it's just like staying home then that's inexpensive but say if it was i'll go like on the high end say if i were to go to hawaii like every quarter for for a year for two weeks per per quarter that would probably be like another 45 to 50k on top of that so if i wanted to do basically everything i, I wanted to do or have everything paid off all my obligations done have everything i i basically. Need to get covered. I don't need to be there anymore, and I I want to go vacation like once a once a quarter. Then my number right now would be about one hundred eighty one thousand, one hundred eighty two thousand. Right now, of course, that doesn't account for a whole bunch of other things. So, for example, investing's not in that. Right for yeah. for future projects. So that's why I was saying there has to be that and then some amount of money. And and people can break it down however they want, but I think how they break it down is is crucial. And identifying those those true tangible things as in that is my goal because it's great like I mean a person could say I want to make a million dollars a year right and you know maybe that could cover everything but I think a lot of people don't realize that as you get to a million dollars a year there's additional costs that come with it as in for me to get to a million dollars a year just based off of properties that incurs stuff like mortgage payments right now how much of that million does your mortgage payment take out Right? how much of that million do you now your new like say cars new luxuries that you have how much does that take out of you? so do you really get to that million or now that you're at that million you have all this stuff that you're spending on and now you have to get more than a million then you have to go for like 10 million whatever it is
0: yeah yeah well say that's that's the thing that's i'm not looking at the financial independent number i'm thinking that i, I when i set my number it was really the number like hey this is gonna be you, you. You don't even have to look back anymore. You don't even have to think back, <laughs> like so. Like the the so yeah, with the financial independent number, yeah, that that one's a lot easier to get to because you can definitely you can see that one in your face, right? Because that's that's all your expenses, that's all your investments, that's all your different things, and you, uh But like knowing, do you know what number would make you not like self like not just self sustaining as in okay, I got my my different investments feeding me but like more along the lines of can I make these investments grow me you know like you so the, the your money has set uh or have put you in a position that now you're not just sustaining you're growing and then it, you're not just you know growing now you can give you know what I'm saying it's like it, that so that's that's the reason why the numbers it wasn't I wasn't going just for the financial uh financial independent number I was going more for that you know I'm so saying like what kind of almost like the 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 Grant Cardone what, what 10x is you
1: to, to you know to get you where you're going. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I definitely see that now. But I mean, I, I still think those can can be cornered. Well, I'm not saying they have to be, but I think it yeah. can be. And I think because, like I said, like say if you shot for a, a, a number of the dart, let's say if it's, yeah, a, and that would take yeah. everything. And and initially, like it may be true, but like yeah. I said, as the journey goes on, you may realize that the bricks he placed were actually hurting you more than they were helping. As they're done. Yeah. You made the house too small, right? Yeah. You kinda, made house uh, too small yeah. and you maybe like, and, and people have seen this, like you, you either built a house or you bought a house where you're like, well, why did they do this? Right. As in, uh, so something here that's common in San Antonio at least or in Texas is that people put laundry rooms upstairs, right? They don't put it yeah. like in, the, in their own mud room or in their own, uh, small room that is kind of connected to the, to the garage or whatever it is. Right. Or like some places, you may not see like attached garages to the house where here in San Antonio you see a lot of those in the, in the cookie cutter. Right. So you're like, well, why is that? right. And then it, maybe it's, I'm sure people have thought about it. I'm sure, you know, it might come down to cost and stuff like that. But do you think about that in your life as in, you know, why did I, you know, take that class to, to get a degree? Right. Why did I, uh, go work out? Why did I join the army? Why did I join the Navy? Uh, why did I work for this company? Whatever it was. Um, I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that you have to have all those answers, but you do have yeah. to realize that you're putting down those bricks, and those bricks may not be the best for you. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, that that, that definitely uh, makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because yeah, in the end, that you could see that you have like too small of a goal, uh, or you you realize you're
1: gonna bust that goal regardless, and you made it too weak for yourself. So now you got to make you know make a bigger goal. Yeah, right. And now, are you willing to to restart? As in, say if you're The house you built, or the the building you built with all those bricks, now you have to restart everything. And maybe you can salvage some of those bricks. Maybe you can't, but because like like you said, that goal or that building was too small. Yeah. Now you have to build a bigger or now you have to build on top of that building, or have add-ons, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, branching off. Yeah, no. So I I know exactly what you're talking
0: about Uh, because if you, yeah, because a a lot of times, I I mean, I'll say for myself in the past yeah i kind of looked at things too too small and not not broad enough and you you think that this is helping you but it is helping right it helped you ma- it, it it's the baby steps right but then you realize that it's not it's not it exactly what you need you know cuz say you know being an engineer right that's that was that was a goal so you know what you have to do you have to go to school like you you know these things right but then you're so short sighted cuz you don't know what actually takes you to that financial freedom or wealth when you're young right yes you st- yeah because you you know about getting a career and you know you can make the money, but you don't know where else can it take you. Yeah. So then you set your you set your slice kind of small. So then you you may even continue. And not to go against anybody that continues on their education at a university where they like at a PhD or whatever, right? But if they set their goals in the wrong way and they realize that oh I didn't even have to do the extra degree I could just stop at masters and moved along to my next thing, you know, versus that like constantly going and getting a PhD, you know, I mean, you know, so you never know. Right. Until you actually sit down and say, what is my real goal? Why am I doing this? Yeah. Now, if you plan on teaching, you know that. But OK, now you, you've kind of set your goal and that does require you to step it up, you know, to go to go for the uh, the Ph.D., yeah. you know, or you plan on doing research, you know, probably would be the same thing. But then, you know, that's where you want to go. But then if you don't know, you're just doing it because you think it's going to make your life
1: better. Yeah. Then now you've you wasted time and money. And I think what I like about people that have wells is that they have that, um, or they? That, I'm not saying they all have that, but there there is the opportunity to learn those things a lot quicker. As in, say say if you don't have the the money to test it out, right? And, yeah. And here, in like with IT and stuff, when we're troubleshooting, there's there's moments where we can test something out, and it probably won't break something, and yeah, we can eat. then make sure that when it's like actual go time, we're doing the right thing, right? But in life, you can't necessarily do that. Right, as in, if I'm going to school, if I'm going to get a PhD, and then I end up not liking teaching, or I end up not liking research, whatever it yeah. is, now I spent the amount of time, I've spent the amount of money, whatever it is, and now I I don't want to do this, or this wasn't what I thought it was, and you can people would probably do that a lot, as in they get into a, a a career where they're like, man, this is not what I what I thought it was. I, I thought it was something else. I thought it would bring me this. Uh, sense of purpose, sense of belonging, whatever it is, whatever yeah. sense of achievement, and I'm not getting that from this, so and, and hopefully you can, you can pivot and and luckily, like I said, in IT they're, they're not just with you know, troubleshooting certain things, but <clears throat> with the careers, there's so many things to do that you can pivot, and I think in IT, at least uh, in our our type of IT, it takes a lot less financial risk to do that, as a, if I want to be an engineer, I can be an engineer, if I want to be an admin, I can yeah. be an admin if i want to be an analyst i can be an analyst if i want to be a developer i can right and yeah. the the difference is is more experience than it is and, and maybe time than it is like monetary cost so going back to what i was saying like where i think people that have money they can basically spend the money to 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 test out those experiences or to expose themselves to those other experiences uh before they actually have to like dial in and, and find something yeah okay uh, I don't know if we were already hitting it, but we,
0: I guess I'll go ahead and read this point. You know, each step represents a brick and overall structure of life, and over time, these bricks will begin to add up, creating a strong foundation for your
1: for your success. And I'll kind of read into the the next one since we kind of did uh cover that that last one. So this next one is yeah uh, the approach emphasizes the importance of consistent effort and perseverance, as yeah uh, as progress may be slow at times and setbacks may occur. However, by focusing on taking small steps each day, you can build momentum towards your goals and create a more fulfilling and successful life, brick by brick. Uh, And kind of going into that, as in, the bricks could be incredibly small, as in, like, a college degree doesn't necessarily have to be a brick, right? The classes you took could be the bricks. The uh, amount of times you studied could be the bricks. The waking up could be a brick and being in in a specific, like, certain mood and being happy. That you get to do whatever it is. Uh, I think yep. the others could be be bricks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. I, okay. I could see that. All right. Uh, yeah. Because as you again, we'll we'll take it. We'll take it to like what a lot of people uh, understand is, which is losing weight. Right. Uh, you know, the thing is, the you got your goal here. You say I want to lose weight, but then what does it entail? You know, uh, does it require you to get up early, or late, or you know, stay late, or whatever it is? Right. Uh, so then you go from that to like, okay, how much, mi- how much time can I dedicate? Mm-hmm. So then what if you only have 10 minutes of, you know, or time or 20 minutes of time or 30 minutes of time, right? Then you want to kind of, you still want to do this goal of losing weight that you take piece by piece to get you there, to get that full
1: brick. Right. Is that what we, is that how we're talking about it? Yeah. Or and, you can do like the pieces or just identify or saying like those 10 minutes, so Someone's 10 minutes of working out could be the same brick of another person's 30 minutes of working out or other person's hour. As in, because it's your brick, it's your building, it's what you want, right? So how you shape that brick is up to you. But you identifying that that is the brick that is going to build that house, build that building, is really integral. And it doesn't have, what I'm saying, the reason why it's a brick is because it doesn't have to be big. So if, if you think about a brick and you think about a building, like you said, the building could be small, the building could be large. The and if I think about a brick, there's even stuff like Legos. Legos are a brick, right? They're just small, yeah. they're they're plastic, they're made out of so they're made out of a different material. And but you can still build with them, right? And it may not be something you could live in, but it's something that you built. Yeah. So whether it's that Lego, whether it's like a, a regular, you know, six by three brick, whatever it is that people use for for houses and buildings, if it's even a huge cement brick, right? you you can take it as as however you want it right so if if let's say those small morning routines that you have like wake up at a certain time uh you know get ready, go to the gym, whatever that is those could be the small bricks that you know build like a Lego house right but yeah. you you know putting in the work will be the bricks that you know actually build a, a, the real building that you want and then those mental things would be you know, say if you wanted a bigger building or if you wanted a bigger brick itself, then that's what it could be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it, therefore, if we keep it on working out, right, the next brick would be diet, right? Having yeah. a good diet plan or learning how to eat better. Uh, so then then you would, you know, slow, slow, I guess a slow step with that is just adding to your grocery cart more healthy objects, right? Yeah, you know, so you have options, I meant to say, more healthy options. So you'll be able to uh, build on that. Cause you can slowly learn more about food nutrition that I actually, okay. Start another brick that actually gets you to your goal. Right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Cause those are, yeah, you, those are things I normally think about. And a lot of times, you know, when it comes to working out, they, they actually say the diet is 80% of the fight,
1: you know? Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> yeah. So then it would, you know, it makes sense that, okay, maybe we will focus more on that brick, which is would be the knowledge of food and nutrition to, to make sure that you're putting good things in your, in, in your body. Yeah. Before You know, before you, you know, just jump to doing a three-hour workout.
1: Yeah, yeah, or, or or expecting that just doing the three-hour workout will get you that six back. Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, and and, and I like that. Then that's prioritizing the real the real part of the foundation, right? Now you need to know. What, what, so that's basically gaining new knowledge, right? To add to this brick. Yeah. So th- to know that you need to do this over doing you know multiple hours in the gym just to get your get your six back, you know. Now, I know you get it for an athlete, right? A normal athlete, you know, they, they need to practice. They need to keep that machine running, yeah. but, but they're, they're also
1: like, like being paid for, right? Yeah. As in like, you only have so much time because, you know, we have a nine to five job. We, you have families and stuff. We don't get paid to necessarily go work out. Um, yeah. But I mean, you know, that comes with, you know, pros, cons, plus spiders is you know, different, different things. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. All right, we're down to our frugal and cheap. All right, this one here is
0: taking napkin, napkins and condiments from fast food restaurants for your car or home. Yeah, I do this all the time. <laughs> yeah, I definitely do the napkin thing, man. Like, I I, uh, I, try to keep napkins on hand for kids, for spills, whatever. So, like, you, you go to go eat into a fast food restaurant and I just, like,
1: come out with napkins, you know? <laughs> <laughs> for me like nap thing definitely like i I don't think i hardly even buy napkins for the house because i think we have so many leftovers from other places but i remember yeah. where i was so cheap i used to live by a, a starbucks and i forgot sometimes i would need sugar and i would just grab the starbucks sugar from the starbucks uh, <laughs> instead of like buy like sugar and i the thing is i never go to starbucks so like or if i do i totally get like a a water. Then like yeah, I was about to say a water. A water, I mean, a water like no ice. And, uh, But like a lot of my friends would like to go to Starbucks and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just get a water. Because uh, yeah. they don't charge you for water, which is rightfully so. They shouldn't. But uh, but yeah, and then like when we were there, I just grabbed like some sugar packets and I'll uh, just take them home.
0: Okay. So yeah, so when you come into Starbucks, they're like, uh, how may I help you, sir? Well, I'm already helping myself. Have a nice day.
1: basically doing your job,
0: <laughs> the sugar is just a tip yeah so i mean in the the condiments yeah we well i think we still keep some around but we, we don't do do it as much as we used to we used to have like a container full of all these different places we've been to oh, yeah. and i mean and they do help out especially if you run out you run out of ketchup yeah. and all these different yeah, I mean, yeah it's yeah. like infinity stones man you' gonna collect them all yeah, I know, right? You can go every go every little place. You just grab soy sauce, you know. Yeah,
1: that's a, I got <laughs> soy sauce, man. I <laughs> buy soy sauce. I just I just collect the packets. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, it, it's kind of like one of those things. That it could be frugal or it could be cheap. It depends on how you want to look at it, right? Yeah. You think it's frugal? You don't think it's just cheap? No, it's
1: like you like you know you can just go to Walmart, buy a big pack of napkins, yeah, but now but think about it now, <laughs> like you're adding another trip into it. So like, so like, you already got like the fast food or whatever it was, and say if you didn't use all the packets, cool. But then now you got to go out and go buy some more from like a Walmart or HB, whatever it is. Yeah, that's just too much time consuming. Uh, so it's for
0: yeah. yeah, you're burning gas too, right? There you go. Exactly. <laughs> and then you put you putting extra miles on your car, you know. So like, yeah, you're wearing it down. So now you got to pay for. Uh, maintenance. My, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now, no, no. <laughs> if that McDonald's or Starbucks is in like a Target or Walmart, yeah. then you might be cheap because uh, you ain't get it. But if you just don't like drive through like a regular spot, then yeah. Yeah. It's free. I don't, I don't even know how much <laughs> the... like a happens toss.
0: That, see, that's terrible. All right, <laughs> you don't know what I'm a You don't know what a roll of paper towel or a pack of napkins, you know, you're like, nah, free in my world. <laughs> all right, not wrong, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, not no, like I said. Uh, uh, the napkins, yeah, definitely for sure. Because,
1: well, especially for the car, napkins. man. Like, I've never put like napkins I like, bought in the car. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that does make sense, right? Yeah, you, you hardly ever do it, even though it does need its own. It needs its own thing, because if you have kids, uh, a spill is gonna happen. You no, know, yeah, you, know, you can tell them be as careful as possible. You can yell at them, whatever, right? Don't worry, they're gonna spill it anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, all right, man. Guess we'll go ahead and get out of here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is Craig and Jay signing off the Troubleshoot Like Podcast. We'll see you next week. Please like and subscribe.